Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a feel-good football Friday. We've made it. All this week has just felt like it's been crawling along. But here we are. Super wild card weekend is upon us. There is a lot of games to get to. Well, there's only five. Uh, And then we'll get into the Cowboys game on Monday. But it is Dave Sturgeo. It is Chris Gucci here at Chop Studios. We hope everybody's doing well out there. Hope uh, hope you're all ready for the football. Hope you're all ready to make some money. Um, I know I am. I know we've got we've talked about these plays throughout the course of the week, Chris, you know, you know, just key guys that we've been wanting to focus on. We started with the quarterbacks, then we moved on to the running backs, receivers, etc. Um, those are the guys available right now Today on the we're Mojo Market. Group it all into one. Now it's we're now pick it's time winners, to maybe put like, it all together. Yeah, why not? I mean, look. I mean, at the end of the day, you, when you wake up on Saturday morning and Sunday morning, now that it's Friday, I mean, now it's a, a complete weekend of football. You wake up. If you're, you know, if you're a gambling man, you check your the books, you check the Mojo app, you check everything all at once. I don't want to tell anybody where uh, the common man might check these things, but you know, you do the math. Uh, but anyway, um, and and females too. I mean, who knows? But <laughs> I'm just saying, there is ways. Here to, we're here to hopefully make some money this week. Yes, let's cash in because after all, it is super wild card weekend. We're getting into it. We'll go in the order of the games that are uh, being played, and we start. With the Saturday matinee, I guess you can call it um, technically. I mean, it's it's before five, so they charge less at the movies. Um, is that yeah, still a thing? I feel like, uh, yeah, well, it's definitely a thing, but I haven't gone to the movies in over a decade, I don't think. Are you serious? Yeah, bro, what? Are you, the movies are right in my living room now. What? I mean, I'm well aware where the movies are, but I'm saying, like, you don't like the movie experience? It's disgusting. Wow, really? Like I, the movies, bro. Yeah. Seriously, look how when they turn on the lights, look how gross those chairs are. I'm good. I am good. <laughs> I don't look at that. There has uh, to be like an Avengers or something new that you need to see in the movies. And to be clear, the 3D, if I go to a 3D movie, five minutes in, those glasses are off, and I'm just watching like a, a worse version of regular de- definition. That's how that goes. So no 3D for me, All no right. movie theater for me. Bro, you go online and you movies. rent the movie for like I'm well aware. twenty bucks. I, I'm well aware, but I'm just nowhere. saying. I, I just I like the experience. I like the popcorn. I like the whole pretzel nuggets. I like all that. And yes, let me guess, you can make them at home. Well, that's I'm not trying to dad through this situation. You or definitely have children. This entire but thing. yes, there's food at home, Dave. <laughs> all right, we'll we'll make the pretzels at home. Well, I guess uh, if you want to get your popcorn ready, we got ourselves a decent matchup here between the Seahawks and the 49ers. Um, obviously, we've been talking about. The 49ers all season long of being just equipped with weapons after weapons after weapons. And Brock Purdy now at the helm. We talked about him yesterday being, or as Mojo say, is him. Um, they put that on the social media and uh, on the Instagram and YouTube. But overall, now that the game is here, there's certain people out there that are starting to like kind of, sort of talk, talk upset here. And the reason why you talk upset here with the Seahawks beating the Niners is because of the fact of the experience, okay? Geno Smith, I am not going to say that he's been like this playoff experience quarterback, but he's got a little time under zero, his belt. Zero and zero in the postseason? I, I, I'm well aware, just based off the teams he's played for. Yeah. Um, you know, Jets, Giants, those the guys never made the playoffs in his time. And the fact that time. he didn't play. Truth. Uh, he was the backup for any team, basically. A starter a couple times, uh, ruined Eli's streak, all that fun stuff. But now going into this one, 
with the game experience. I'm not talking about playoffs. I'm talking about just being around for a little while. I feel like the Seattle Seahawks going into this game are a little bit of a happy to be here. We shouldn't be here. Um, you know, we did our best to get here. Like, it's just they're, they're loose. Yeah, they're I, loose. I saw Pete Carroll's presser right after they made the playoffs, and he was talking about how it's a great spot to be in. He's like, um, unfortunately, we got to play the 49ers. And he was saying that. I think it was more like, you know, A-team. They played them tough. Nobody's given us a chance. Unfortunately, they're a really good team. They're putting it on teams. He talked so good about the 49ers. And I know Pete Carroll does not like San Francisco. He does not want to talk good about them. I think he's putting a little gamesmanship into his locker room and saying, you know, guys, we got no chance here, you know, and hopefully trying to push the right buttons. Guess what? They're not going to be able to block the 49ers. <laughs> I don't care what you say. I mean, um, they, they struggled to run the ball in the second half of the season. And up against this defense, it's just going to get that much harder. Are they you, struggle to run the ball, period. Are you completely shorting, like, all the Seahawks? Like, I know we talked about Walker, about shorting him now, but being in on him long term. But, like, have, right now, do you have any faith in any offensive Seahawk to do anything? Look, there really hasn't been many blowouts in the NFL this season. There hasn't been. There no. really hasn't been. Do you know who's been blowing teams out? The 49ers. The 49ers. They've been really beating have up Have you on seen teams. their schedule, they're, though? They're, I, I get it. But guess who they played twice? Seattle, but, but in those the games, were. the first game I think that they no, 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 no. They beat him up. I don't think so. Um, let me just check real quick because I'm, I'm very curious. We're gonna man, find out. You pull up ESPN for one second, and who's the front man? Luca, Luca, another triple double last night. This guy double is just unbelievable. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, he's um, he's something here? special. But uh, let me just pull up the 49ers real quick and just to kind of go over their scores. Obviously, they played them, they beat them 27 to 7. <laughs> Uh, this was week two, mm. and then they played them at Seattle uh, in week. Where the hell are they? They got the Raiders, the Cardinals. They played Seattle twice, right? <laughs> they yes. played. They beat them once, twenty-seven to seven, and then they played them again, and they beat them twenty-one thirteen in Seattle. So only eight point win there. So. That's it. That's it. It's I mean, an eight they point didn't win. Cover the, the spread. They nine didn't cover and a half. the spread. But there also is this element too. I know that it's like ten and two in the last twelve games where there's been a ten point spread or more in the first round of the playoffs. So basically, like the good teams show up and they mm. dominate the teams they should dominate. This game is in San Fran, bro. Bosa, you've been listening to this guy talk all week. I mean, he's an animal. I mean, and the way just... he the way he carries himself, he's like, oh, you know, I'm in bed by eight o'clock, and you know, it's, I just like to play football. And wow. then they said, like, oh, it's the playoffs. Do you have to life. do you have to adjust anything? He's like, no, I'm pretty much just a hermit. All I care about is sacking the quarterback. That's not what he said, but that's basically what he should have. He's said. paraphrasing. Paraphrasing. Um, I'm but, paraphrasing. Yeah. Um, look, the Niners' defense has been playing so, so all yeah. world all year. DK, Lockett, I could say maybe they'll, they'll have some openings because there is some vulnerability in the back What about back the 17 end. tight ends they got over there? No. <laughs> maybe here or there, but the, no speed, the speed in the front seven. The 49ers' main weakness on their entire roster is their back end. It's their corners and their mm. safeties. Um, and if you could even consider that a weakness, but you know as well as I do that the best thing to alleviate a poor secondary is, is really elite pass rush, and that's what they have. I don't see it happening. I know Seattle's been dealing with offensive line issues but pretty much the entire Pete Carroll tenure. It's no <laughs> I feel that right way now. too, yeah. Um, I'm, gonna sh I'm not shorting any of the, the Seahawks players because I think DK and Lockett may have a good game. I'm already in on, um, on Kenneth Walker. Right. I'm not going to be I'll out because I'm in on him long term. But realistically, it's Brock Purdy or nobody for if me. If Seattle... I'm, I'm going long on Brock Purdy. He's the distributor. They have all the weapons. Any one 49er, I said this yesterday on the show, any one 49er could light it up. 
and there's going to be one guy that disperses it. And quarterback, we all we all know this. Quarterback is a, a win. Wins are a quarterback stat. Yes. If the 49ers win in advance, Brock Purdy is going to be the recipient of that more so than any other player. Truth. Um, I would say the only hope for the Seattle Seahawks this week is to somehow, some way, get into a shootout. And I don't know if you could do that with the 49ers defense. So we'll see. Uh, who do you like? I mean, uh, Niners? Yeah, all right. <laughs> so he's on the Niners. I'm on the Niners to win, but I'm very don't be surprised kind of guy. And I'm not trying to make like this big, bold take. I'm just saying Seattle's going to play Dave's him tough. Trying to will it's hard it. to beat a three, uh, team three times, Chris. Guys, it's hard. Guys, guys. It's hard. Dave's going for his his rooting interests here. He's like, ah, there's a chance. I would love all the the younger the the lower seeds to win, so Dallas can host a, a playoff game in round two. Exactly. Um, but obviously that can't happen. Seattle's, you gotta get past Seattle's Brady. Dead. First. Seattle is dead. They're <laughs> right, dead. So the Saturday night main event uh, is the Jaguars and the Chargers, and this game has obviously been the tightest talked about as far as uh, very similar teams, uh, very. Uh, similar in, in styles of play. Uh, we've seen Trevor Lawrence come on at the end of the year. We've seen Justin Herbert struggle at times, but then when it's time to really turn it up, he does. I love the quarterback matchup in this game. I'm willing to put money on both of those guys to show out I on have, a Saturday night. I have. Yeah. So I do have um, – I've invested in both the quarterbacks here. You guys should too. Look, Trevor Lawrence, I think he turned the corner around week 12 this year, and he hasn't looked back. Um People want to talk about how he backed in as in terms of his play last week. You don't need to do well. You have to just do enough to win certain times, especially in the postseason. But in this game, both defenses leave a lot to be desired. Um, I know the Chargers have Bosa back. That helps in terms of being being able to get after the quarterback. But I don't know that he's going to be doing much stopping the run. Um, I think that's the main opening for the Char for the Jaguars is to hand the ball off. Travis Etienne hasn't been great, but he has that breakaway speed and he can get it done. I think his stock price is still maybe lower than it was when he entered the league. I don't know that for sure, but it was as of a couple weeks back. So there's still some room for growth there. In this game in particular, if Jacksonville wins, I think it's going to be largely on the, the legs of ETN because the Chargers just give up a ton of rush yards. I would say that Justin Herbert has to be legitimately perfect in this game. And Mike Williams now, they still don't know the status of him. Um, I, I love a shootout in this one. I really do. I think... Uh, Again, I've been saying it and, and pounding on this desk and doing all the shouting from the mountaintops for for Austin Eckler to be involved just a little bit more. And I'm, I'm well aware he's over 100 catches, so that means he's involved. But there's key spots, man. There's key spots. That dude needs to be on the field, um, and they have to do a better job of making sure he's on the field at all times. Well, I think playoffs are a different story, I think too. so, too. They're uh, going to empty but, the clip. And, but and really, just 100%. they do have a good... Those other guys are good running the football, and they bring it a little bit different to the to the table, and it allows Eckler to do what he does. It's Justin Herbert in this one on the on the other side. The Jaguars could be susceptible to the pass, and they're a top three passing team in the league, and they dealt with injuries to their their skill sets all season long at the receiver position. I think Herbert obviously is going to light it up, and look at what Keenan Allen's done down the stretch this year. Herbert, Keenan Allen. And then obviously they get down low, and it's going to be Eckler probably scoring. If you want to get into the the, I'm the, going the bargain basement one. here, I would say you might want to look into uh, some of the lesser receivers of the Chargers. Those guys have been stepping up all year round, like you just said, like the Palmers, the, and the Palmers of the world, right? And and even our boy, who we talked about 
like glowingly in the beginning of this show. Not this show, like the, the inception. He finally of the got show. a touchdown last week. Single digit Gerald Everett. You know, maybe I he's think he had a touchdown up. in week one and week eighteen. And that was it. He didn't <laughs> do anything else all year. And I bought in him on week one and I lost him throughout the course of the year. Um, but, but yeah, I'm in on I think the Chargers are gonna win the football game. I know that the point spread, I think it's opened up at like a pick. I mean, now it's up to two and a half. So the money is going on San Diego. Oh, San yeah, Diego. The, the money's going on the Chargers, and they're right now. I, I don't know if it was that much of a of a betted side for it to be moving that much. Mm. I think they're the books are trying to get people to to bet the Jaguars here. Now, if it goes up to three, I'm I love gonna... listen. I love the story uh, of the Jaguars this year. I do, and unfortunately, I was a victim of a part of this story. Like they're beating the Cowboys in overtime, but to me, Justin Herbert and the Chargers have continuously found a way to Charger, and and they and they blow things at the end when it means the most. I love the story of Doug Peterson helping out Trevor Lawrence's resurgence, and I love the Jaguars to win this game on Saturday night in Jacksonville. It's as much as you just said, they're the Chargers and they're going to charge her. It's still the Jaguars, and they might just Jaguar. Yeah, but they haven't even had a chance to Jaguar. They may, they may just Jaguar, and this is what I'll say. Chargers usually Charger, Jaguars usually Jaguar. The Chargers are two years ahead, I think, in terms of the Jaguars remind me very much so of the Chargers team two years ago. And it took a little bit for the Chargers to get over the hump, mm -hmm. right? This is their first playoff appearance. So maybe J Trevor Lawrence and the, this Jaguars team is a little ahead. But last year, the Chargers should have made the playoffs. They shot themselves in the foot. I remember with the tie. Um, and and I, I that think that was Herbert's second situation. year. Now he's in his third. You know, so they should have been in. I think what we're seeing here is the progression of two teams. And I think the Chargers are just a little bit further down the line in that progression. The coaching matchup is one that scares me the most, though, because I think Staley's not a good coach. And I think Doug Peterson's a great coach. So... That is my trepidation. Mm. I think the players win the game for the uh, the Chargers. Though. They're better. They have the defensive studs that could get it done up, get it after the quarterback. And I'm It'll be an interesting that. one. Definitely a great game on Saturday night. Now, we kick off Sunday morning uh, with a 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock start. One of those two. It's going to get ugly. This one's going to get uh, brutal. And I don't know. Now, typically these games, right, when you go in and we're seeing what's happening here and it's, you know, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill have been uh, the speed bros. You know what I mean? Like, they, they've had themselves a phenomenal year. But that was with Tua as quarterback. And even maybe if, if Teddy Bridgewater was going, that would be a thing. But for Skylar Thompson to go into this, into Buffalo, to play the Bills, and the Bills are emotionally charged, you got to know for 100% they're going to play some kind of video for Hamlin. you got to know that. Because now Hamlin's discharged Hamlin out of the hospital. Hamlin will be there. Maybe he'll be there. Oh, my God, if he's there. Just this game has the making it has, of if, turn it off at halftime. Nobody's going to turn if, it off. If but. nothing happened in, in Hamlin, that, that, that incident never took place, and they had no emotions charged. They'd still kick the crap and, out of and him. And he was playing in this game. Miami's dead no matter what. <laughs> like just, Buffalo in Buffalo in the playoffs. I You can make the case that it's like, oh, they're looking ahead. No, it's the playoffs. Nobody's looking ahead in the playoffs. They're going to. You're going to beat up on Miami. So Miami's in trouble. In, in, um, in for it. Skylar Thompson better be from Maine. Right? <laughs> he better be from Maine. He better practice in the cold his whole life. Otherwise, oh, they're in man. very, very big trouble. Now I'm actually curious. Chances are he's from somewhere deep in the SEC. Skylar Thompson. Let's see. Let's let's bring him up. His Wikipedia. Skylar John Thompson. He might actually be from Maine now that I He's from Kansas State. He played football. Oh, Jordy. So, and his hometown is, his Kansas. high school was Missouri. He's got some... It's got some. Uh, so it's not Maine. It's not Maine. No, not it's not Maine. It's not cold. Skylar not Thompson. that cold in Missouri. Oh I mean, maybe a little bit here or there, but I just I feel bad yes, for the kid. It, it but at the same time, he was born in '97. Oh my god! 
Like, it was after the blizzard of 96, and I was in grammar school. It, this is getting alarming. Like, these kids are just so much younger at this point. I'm literally, we're both literally, tw I'm 12 years older than you're freaking 15 years older than this guy. <laughs> like, that's insane. Uh, anyway, Skylar Thompson, tough sledding ahead. Short him if you want, but listen, I'm and I'm just saying this. We have known and seen on the Mojo market that if you take the risk on a rookie quarterback who's getting an opportunity and he lights up the scoreboard, you have an opportunity to make a lot of money. However, I'm here to say it. He's probably here to back it up. Don't do it. Not on Skylar Thompson. Not against Buffalo. In fact, don't do in it. In fact... You can short Skylar Thompson. You can probably short Skylar Thompson. You could, Thompson. Short, you you could short probably Skylar short Thompson. all of the Dolphins' offense. I don't think any of these guys are going to do anything. Well, I've seen you might see underneath I've seen, stuff. I've seen guys stock go up in a in a loss, just not quarterbacks. Right, right. So interesting, interesting to say the least. It might, like I said, it might get ugly. Um, in the prime time, sort of prime time, mid afternoon, four forty start. You got the New York Football Giants. A very intriguing matchup between the the Giants and the Vikings here. A lot of people are saying that, you know, listen, it took a 61-yard field goal for the, the Vikings the first time to win this game. The Giants were in it the whole time. You know, they had big games out of Barkley, big games out of Jones. They're going to have to do it again. I've been calling the Minnesota Vikings frauds all year round, right? And, and I am and I still stand by that because of the point differential. They've had a comeback and make what? The Giants and the Vikings all year. You guys are frauds. No, you're frauds. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Both of these teams. I, when the Giants had seven wins before you can even blink, I was like, what is happening here? And then you did the DVOA and all the stats and all this analytics, and you're like, wow, the Giants actually kind of stink at football. Yeah. But somehow they have seven wins in, in a matter of two months. And – when you look at both of these teams, I think both teams are playing in the same trajectory. I think the Vikings towards the back end, they beat up on the uh, on the Bears in the last week where it didn't really matter for the Bears, except for the fact that they got the number one pick. Um, but for the Vikings, they, they won that game handedly. Everybody kind of showed out. Now, which player is going to show up in the playoffs? They're home. Um, that's the, the biggest part about this. Their defense has been very, very suspect. So... Who shows up for the Giants? Obviously, this has been a Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley show. But, like, at the very end of the season, you start seeing the emergence of uh, Richie James. Uh, Hodgins is another receiver. Um, their tight ends, their young tight ends are playing well. Their offensive line's holding up. Do the Giants have a chance here? Like, I, I, I'm thinking there's, yeah, there's some people the picking Giants, them out right. The Giants do have a chance. I think they're really well coached. And there's something to be said about how they play down the stretch in the fourth quarter. They, they tend to play better in those spots. Now, you could say the exact same thing about the Vikings. Like, you know, you just don't can't find a reason as to why they're here. Well, you can. They, you know, Saquon has done his thing this year, 1,300 rush yards, managed to stay healthy all year long. Um, decent usage out of the backfield in terms of catching the ball. Uh, but I think the Giants are just going to run into a situation here where I, they do have a chance to win this game. This is this going into the week, the hardest game to pick for me was the Chargers and the Jaguars. I'm leaning like almost heavily towards the Chargers in that one now. Now, this, this one's difficult because. I feel, I feel like the Giants have the moxie that the Vikings had a couple weeks back where they were winning these lucky games and they were getting close. I wouldn't say lucky, but they find a way to win. The Vikings had a win against Buffalo where Josh Allen fumbles nah, a snap. forget it. That zone. game was just They wacky. had a, a last-second win against Detroit. They, the comeback you know, against the Colts. The comeback against the Colts. So the Vikings have looked, as good as they've looked in spots with these moments, they have also could potentially have three more losses on their record with the terms of how they played. They're at a negative. I don't know what they. What I think they made up for was. it because they beat the crap out of the Bears. So their point well, differential. Was went. it? Did they beat it by more than twenty six? No. 
So I don't think so. So if but no, if that no. is the case, could you imagine right now that the Vikings are still at a negative in a point differential and they're a playoff team? There's only been a couple that it's happened with, if ever, right? Mm-hmm. And the Giants, did they lose? The Giants are actually at a negative as well. So both these teams they beat they beat the the Bears by 16. So they're at a negative 10 point differential on the season, and so were the Giants. The Giants were tied going into Week 18, and they got beat up. Well, not beat up, but they lost to to Philly. Uh, I'm just looking. The Giants are minus six differential. The Vikings are now minus. They got all the way up to minus three. Oh, but so either way, could you imagine? Chicago's that, minus 137. <laughs> these two teams are the playoff in the playoffs. I know. It's the, you talk about Spider-Man meme. It's like junk versus junk. It's like okay, good. Which junk wins? I'm picking the Giants to win this game outright. I think that Saquon Barkley. I'm picking Barkley. Justin Jefferson to light up the Giants secondary, and I just think it's going to be a little bit too much for them to overcome. But you know. What's Kirk Cousins' record in the postseason? Has he won one? I don't know. I, I know Daniel Jones hasn't played one. I don't one, think but so. He, I know the whole primetime Kirk Cousins thing. That That's a thing. Kirk Cousins' playoff record. According to Stat Muse, he's played in four playoff games, and he's won one of them. He's beaten the New Orleans Saints. Oh, the Minnesota. No, that wasn't Minnesota Miracle. He's beaten the New Orleans Saints as a starter in 2020. Um Played well in that game, too. In a losing effort, he threw for 329 against Green Bay that uh, in 2016 as a Washington Redskin at the time. So, still take the L. He's 1-3. Uh, his touchdowns to interception ratio, oof, uh, he's played four games in the playoffs. He's only thrown three touchdowns total. He might throw three to Jefferson in this one. <laughs> really? I was going to say, I mean, that's kind of... he had 16 targets? I think Jefferson had 16 targets, 12 catches, 133 in their last He's matchup. averaging less than a touchdown per game. That's not not good. Um, but again, is it, it, technically, is this primetime Kirk? This is like all eyes it's on the Kirk. It's playoffs. Yes, it's 100 All eyes on Kirk's standalone game, Kirk. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's interesting. But um, we're going to wrap up with... Joe Burrow, another game that could get potentially sticky early, um, and that's Burrow playing on all levels, firing on all cylinders. The Bengals have been playing very good football the entire year. Well, no, I can't say the entire year. They turned it around because Dallas beat him with Cooper Rush, and it was just like in the beginning we're like, oh, I guess Joe Burrow is just kind of having that hangover. You know, just like an adult, the hangover goes away, right? Like it, t- it might take a little longer as you get older, but the hangover went away. These guys are playing great football right now, and now they take on a Baltimore Ravens team, which last night I know it's in the graphic of seeing Lamar Jackson. That's how we look at the Ravens. You think of the Ravens, you think Lamar. But Lamar puts out a tweet yesterday apologizing to the fan base saying, I'm so sorry that I'm still hurt. My knee's swollen. Can't put balance. I can't, like, it's not stable. It's like, are they not telling us something? Because this knee injury is is an enigma all of a sudden. I mean, like, what is up with this? It's not healing right. It's Sometimes it happens. Is and there a tear? Does it need surgery? No, he should probably I mean, do something about it. Sometimes there's really not much you could do when you surgery. Try. Like, here's the thing. <laughs> Fix it. Here's the Fix thing. This. They're trying to get him back this season, so mm-hmm. maybe surgery may have been an option early, and maybe he opts for that after. But the if idea he opts was for that after it's going to crush his guaranteed money that he wants. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Huh. No. I uh, dude, how can you? I, I just. I'll never. Bro, I will Burrow never get tore, behind the idea. Joe Burrow tore his ACL in his rookie season. The ACL tears and knee surgeries and things. Joe like Burrow's that. not Lamar when it comes to trying that, to be dynamic and run a, the that's ball. That's a that is a very fair point, but. Odell tore his ACL and then tore it again, and then teams were lining up, act, giving him front row seats to Dallas. Mavericks. Oh, they realized he wasn't but, good, but he still tore his ACL twice, and like they were ho- in hopes that he was 
healthy enough to come back in his first game off ACL. We're nowadays, missing something. There nowadays, were, I'm not a detective by any stretch, but we're missing something. We're here. missing the fact that it took longer to heal. It's the playoff push. He wants to come back and play, and he made the tweet saying, like, I'm upset because, you know, people probably know what it looks like, and, and you got people like yourself that are saying, oh, there might be Lamar don't want to play, and he knows that those are all those whispers are starting, and he's trying to get out in front with the fan base and say, look, it's not that. I'm actually hurt. My knee's swollen. I want to play. Pictures sure didn't happen, Lamar. Bro, the teammates. Show man, me the swelling. You know, you have a in the league if Lamar goes into this situation and he acts like he's not going to play there's teammates that he has to face in the locker room you know that's not that's not how that goes down i and otherwise you lose the locker room and the teammates won't support you it's that simple lamar wants to be playing uh the injury took longer they maybe tried to rush him a little bit because they needed him back and he's maybe doing too much it could have been a mismanagement. The, all those things are possible. What I don't think is that there's some conspiracy, and I don't think Lamar is saying, I'm not playing for that team until I get my money. Because then why would he have done it to begin with? Like, why start the year? You know, like, there's just as much risk there. I don't know. But all I know is the Ravens right now may be able to trot out Huntley. He practiced in light form yesterday. Um, so I don't know if he can go. You would think that if they can get him to go, he's going to go. Because if not, it's Anthony Brown Jr., um, who just is not he's not either of those two guys. Matter. Not even close. The, the Bengals are going to do work in this game, I think. And this is tough to end the weekend like this on a Sunday night. And you're like, all right, can't wait to watch one more. And this game might get and, be over but by halftime. But you never know. Maybe, maybe the new $100 million man, Roquan Smith, will just completely take all Lamar's money, right, put it in his pocket, and have himself a game of his life. Maybe, maybe. Shut but down if I'm looking at the Baltimore Ravens, I'm Bengals not offense, playing not on anybody right now. I'm not uh, mojo market-wise. I'm not playing with anybody. We're in on Joe Burrow. Joe we're Burrow, man. Chase, he, and we're in on T. Higgins already, right? So you, we're, I'm we're in on Joe there. Mixon. I'm Joe, in on – I'm sprinkling a couple bucks on Hayden Hurst. I think <laughs> like, the Bengals are going to win this, the Super Bowl this year. That's huh? my, I think the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. Wow. I know it's not like an off-the-wall – I'm just, wow. You know, like, Bengals are going to win this game, 100%. Um, but, so if you had to look at, you know, one of these games, total, as a whole, what is your more, what is the most likely upset? Out of the five, you can't talk about Dallas until Monday. Out of the five, what would <laughs> blow you away? The What? I know. What is my most likely upset, honestly? Tampa Bay over, Tampa Dallas. Bay over Dallas. Fine. Um, but when you look at this, this slate of games on Saturday and Sunday, what is your most likely, out of all the teams playing, who's going to shock us? Because it ain't going chalk. There's going to be something that happens I here. think the biggest chance for a road team to win. Yeah, even if they're road favorites, which the Chargers are. All right, well, the Chargers are going to win, so that's not, yes, correct. Thank you for that. Giants. I think the Giants go, but I don't think the point spread is going to be too crazy in that one. So how much of an upset is it? It's just being upset that they're not they're the, the, lower the, higher, the lower seed. Yeah, right. I think the Giants are going to win. Have a best chance. The 49ers are going to dominate. The Bengals are going to dominate. And the Bills are going to dominate. I just I don't know about this Niners thing, man. I just know from experience of seeing that yeah, it's hard to beat a team three times. Do you know how demoralizing it is when they just hand the ball off and you can't do anything about it? Yeah, well, maybe they can. And then they're like, oh, no, three <laughs> yards to CMC, and, and you can't do anything about it. <laughs> It's it's defeating. It is defeating. But I think the Seattle Seahawks show up and make that a game. I think that if they're if you're a gambling man, put your money on Seattle and the spread. I think the 49ers have been fairly dominant over Seattle the last four years. I, well, fairly dominant. I mean, it's the playoffs. Anything can happen. Playoffs. Playoffs. Mm -hmm. Do us a favor. 
follow us right now on the old social medias. That's right. There's plural because there's multiple ways to do it. There's TikTok, there's Instagram, and there's Twitter. At Mojo, M-O-J-O. Very easy to find us. Join the Discord, ladies and gentlemen. That is the way to conversate with all of our friends here. Um, and that's how to find out who's going long on what. It's playoff time, so there's a lot of conversation to be had. If you want to watch this show each and every day, we fill you in on everybody that you could possibly possibly put money on and starting very very soon we'll be on the hardwood we'll be talking basketball we'll be it's almost like 20 something days maybe 30 days of pitchers and catchers right now so bang baseball is going to be back before you know it so there's a lot to talk about right here on the mojo market report but we have reached the playoffs ladies and gentlemen super wild card weekend going down this saturday and sunday and monday we'll talk about the cowboys and bucks on monday along with giving you the top movers from the weekend so for dave sturchio Chris Gucci from Chop Studios. This has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Enjoy the football. See you guys back here on Monday.